What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Joris Delanu, who's one of the co-founders of Fairment. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Great. I'm excited to be here with you, Matt. Thank you for, for welcoming Fairment. Yeah, I'm excited to learn more about what you're working on. Also, I have to say, I think you you win the award for the absolute coolest Zoom background I've ever seen, at least some that's come on the podcast. And that's a lot. I've done a lot of interviews, so good work there. But we're, we're not here talking about backgrounds. We're here talking about companies. So what is Fairment for people that haven't heard of it? And what are you working on? Well, well, with Fairment, we, we, we literally want to give the superpower to founders to literally put an invest now button on their website and to change completely the experience of fundraising for them, but as well for anyone willing to access and participate in the upside of success of the product or the service that they love and that they use. And, and basically we, we are the, the tech provider to help that happening. So this is great. So let's walk through the I guess, dual user experience. So let's say I'm a startup, which I am, it's very relevant. So I can just like ask the questions on the podcast. Like I'm totally evaluating Fairment like for myself, as I think about capital fundraising, not fundraising, et cetera. And I'm sure other people listening are in that same camp. So can you kind of walk me through if someone was to get on Fairment and like raise money on Fairment, what does that look like? What's like the user experience um, kind of, a, of what you're building? Well, Pretty simple, like uh, as I said, having a, an invest now button on your website is obviously the, the the highest part of the iceberg. And under the hood, what happens is that basically um, the companies will uh, um, be able to say, okay, I carve out a fraction of my equity and this fraction will be used to back an offering. And thanks to this offering, the company will be able to um, give some ownership and, and turn some people into true stakeholders, in true, into true owners. And, and to do that, to make it happen, we basically leverage decentralized finance protocol and um, we give the opportunity to invest under a completely uh, compliant uh, framework uh, and exemptions that exist in the US. But also we wanted to work on making sure that some people that are not able, that are not qualified, would get a chance to participate in ownership. And to do that for them, basically they can work and provide with a service to the company and in return get uh, a compensation for that. And this compensation rather than to be an Amazon card or some cash, it can be a true uh, security of the company. And these securities means um, upside. And upside means for, if you, if, you, if you imagine that apply to Uber drivers, 
it would have mean that when Uber went IPO, many drivers would have been millionaires, just like uh, the wealthy people that invested at the beginning of Uber. So, so that's basically how it worked. And, and from a user experience, we wanted to have like a so smooth experience of investment. So we waive like all the all the friction that exists today on equity to literally focus on um, um, a great private uh, um, uh, experience on investing in startups, uh, private startups, obviously. But uh, but yeah, and, and you can obviously go and, and check the product. We 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 have it live on on Fairmint. We just raised um, uh, more than three million, and obviously that will be vintage very soon. Uh, I, I hope so. Um, but that's the beauty of having a continuous um, uh, offering, a continuous way of raising funds without any pitch, without any deck, simply by turning the people that support you into uh, investor or owner. So a few more questions on this front, then we'll, then we'll get into the origin story. So can what what types of companies can, can list on Fairman? And even, even maybe in the future or just in general, like, any type of company? Can it be someone with an idea? Do they need to have a, like a million dollars or $2 million in ARR? Like, how do you think about who to list um, or who to kind of list themselves, I guess? And then, um, um, yeah, 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 I guess who, who's eligible for something like this and raising money from from, from kind of the, uh, their their customers and kind of their fans? Well, I think I think the, 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 the main answer here is we wanted to build a fintech for funders, by funders, and, and for that, it had to match with the entire um, uh, life cycle of the company. And today, what we see is that the, the mechanics of rounds, of fundraising, is kind of broken. You know, it doesn't fit with uh, the true stage of the company itself. So what we did is a continuous offering so that any company from start, uh, from uh, a Stripe Atlas or uh, a clerky incorporation would be able to check the, the box uh, are requesting for uh, a CAFE offering. And CAFE stands for the Continuous Agreement for Future Equity. And we could imagine that from the day of incorporation, you could carve out 10% of your equity to turn all your stakeholders into owner. So there is not really um, the perfect stage, obviously, Every company will then monitor and manage its own offering depending on their um, business milestone, um, on their preparation for an IPO, for example, to make sure that even the customer would get access to what's traditionally reserved to insiders, like uh, uh, the pre-IPO stage. And, um, and, and the goal for us is really like to make sure that would give the best experience for all those people having the right tool, the right uh, API, um, and, um, and and all the software is built to literally serve all those uh, uh, stages of companies. Walk me through a little bit of why did you decide to start this? This is a huge innovation. Obviously, we both know this is a huge deal. But like, why did you why did you decide to build this? What's the origin story? Well, actually, the story is pretty long because, you know, um, Thibaut, my co-founder and I, we both are entrepreneurs since more than 15 years now. And uh, we both had two different paths. Uh, Thibaut went through the VC uh, path with, with money to, to fuel his growth. When on my end, I went through a revenue path with debt and factoring at banks. Um, but one of the key points probably over the last 15 years was also that I was also trying to solve one of the issues that I had in 2006, 7, 
when when my first company um, that we grew up to 500 employees in less than three years, uh, we wanted to um, part to let more people participate in the upside of success, like making sure that not only the few uh, uh, shareholder that we were would would get access to this upside, and actually we fail at. Um, we failed at uh, making all uh, our employees, partners, contractors um, to be onboarded in, in this upside. And, um, and in 2017, after I sold my second business uh, and I was free from uh, earnouts, um, I decided to join the Singularity University at that time and to focus on what could be a stakeholder capitalism as a true moonshot project. Um, and um, and the goal was like literally making sure that more liquidity would happen to angels like I was, plus more people would access to tables of companies uh, where the upside is currently reserved to um, institutionals or um, angels with network. And, um, and, and at the same time, Thibault uh, was working on crypto primitive to reinvent uh, capital formation. Um, uh, publishing a white paper called Continuous Organization. And all the crypto primitive were basically the best way to enter in the blockchain world to turn um, what we consider today as a, um, a, a layer of friction, the layer of equity, into the layer two of equity that we call the future equity. And, um, and basically that what we, that's what we enable uh, with our technology today. Uh, relying on a strong legal backend, on um, a clear legal template uh, called the Continuous Agreement for uh, uh, Future Equity, the CAFTE, but also on making sure that we would bridge Web3 with Web2 type of experience for the end users. And, um, and that's basically the entire story behind, behind Fermit. I could talk hours about stakeholder capitalism because um, when you imagine it and dream of that since so many years, um, starting to see uh, this as a true social movement um, uh, reinforced by what's happening today with crypto and probably that that's one of the major revolution. We couldn't be more proud, Thibaut and I, of what's happening today and, and seeing it working, having VCs, angels, customers, users being turned into owner of Fermin, but also uh, owner in companies that uh, are launching their own offering is probably one of the greatest achievements that we could get. And walk me through, you know, like the big, the big picture here, the, the big vision. I mean, this could, I mean, like what you're doing, obviously, like I think everyone listening or most people listening know like how kind of how big, big this is for, for financing for startups and just not even financing for startups, but just like more people getting what they kind of deserve, right? Um, but walk me through five years, 10 years, 15 years down the line. What do you see as the big picture and the vision for Fairment? You know, what direction are you rowing in? Well, I, th I think the big picture behind Fairment is probably the decentralization of stock exchange, stock markets, you know. Um, today, when you are a company like Airbnb or Coinbase, even that is going through an, an IPO process on direct listing, um, those type of process could have been done directly to the community. And it could have happened directly on the Airbnb website. It could happen tomorrow on Coinbase website, uh, on Coinbase app. And you could imagine a way where um, having your invest now button on your own website, 
would mean that even if you are super, super successful, uh, you would list your own sticker symbol on your own platform. Maybe you would go on exchanges after, but you would give uh, the prime access to your community. And that could be so huge. And the vision that we have is that we should provide all the technology to make that happen from um, say the first check when the company starts, uh, probably with a mechanism of phone that would come and that would literally be the first check in the cafe offering of the of pyramid customers. But at the end for the most successful, we can imagine a continued stack where the most successful company would literally leverage this stack to, uh, um, to go public on their own website. So that's probably the vision that we have right now and also turning all the friction that um, exists on equity, on captables today into a fully decentralized way of working with Etherscan being the new, um, the new Carta, um, having all the transaction, uh, all the interaction fully trustable, transparent, uh, on 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 this technology that the blockchain is and that is becoming uh, as mainstream as the cloud computing 15 years ago. In order to make make this happen, um, and I definitely want it to happen, so everyone kind of listen up. Like, how, how can the forward thinking founders community help? Like, are you raising money through a cafe? Are you hiring? Are you looking for partners, customers, founders? Like, how, how can the forward thinking founders community assist here? Well. Well, so, so at Fermin today, yeah, we, 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 we eat our own dog food and, and dog fooding is probably the best way to secure all the product, all the transaction, all the interaction, um, and, and to offer the best experience to customers as well. Because anytime that they come to us with some feedback, most of the time we already also worked on, you know, many issues. Um, and, and we went through a very clear process to build a product. Like we followed the Google Venture Design Sprint, we had probably twenty-ish iteration of it, and um, and for us, making sure that we don't work on assumption, but we work on true user feedback uh, and and expectations was absolutely key. Um, so all the products reflect that today. The thing that we want now is probably um, making sure that we have the right narrative, that we have the right people. Um, pushing the entire community and turning more than 230 probably now investors into true stakeholder, into true owner, uh, putting them skin in the game was absolutely key. And we start to see a movement where all the people are networking, creating this network effect that we could expect. And now if you imagine that we add every new customer with its own community, it's a network effect to the same social movement, then you can expect it to be uh, wider and wider. Now to answer the question on um, how we could receive any help or, yeah, we obviously we are uh, uh, hiring and, and we have a very opinionated way of hiring. Um, in our DNA, we are a fully decentralized and distributed team uh, working on many, many time zones. Um, everything is written, everyone is, uh, acting as a true uh, uh, owner of his own backlog. And, um, and, and everyone is trusting everyone in the team. Um, that's uh, a great company culture that we've been building since two years and a half with all those people. Um, and, uh, and, and we love testing. Our, our motto on recruitment is mostly 
don't look for us, we will find you. Um, so that's a great way of saying that if we see a talent or if uh, we look for someone, we will define exactly who we want, profile the person and hunt until the end. Um, and finally, on, 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 the, um, on the investment flow, I think that right now what we receive from the community is huge. Like we start to have great validation from VCs investing directly on the cafe offering of Fairmint, proving that it's not just a, an alternative way of getting financing, uh, but it's a true mechanics uh, that will help any company to turn literally their um, community into a very uh, um, uh, big asset. Um, we start to have VCs considering that this is the ease of 3.0, uh, that we are the decentralized character. So all those uh, uh, vision are, are obviously great. Anyone willing to help on that, making sure that it's getting wider and wider will be welcome for sure. And then if someone, for my last question, if someone wants to learn more about what you're working on, um, you know, and get involved in any capacity, you know, how, how can they find you online? Do you have a website? Do you have social media? Do you have an email address? How can someone get in touch? Yeah, so right now, obviously, you can go on our website, fermin.co. Um, you can even go on invest.fermin.co to see entirely the product, how it works, um, and the, the type of funding portal that any company can get. Uh, you can easily add a widget with all the, the private uh, offering that you can run um, on your website. And then for the social network, you can you can contact us super easily on uh, uh, on Twitter, on Telegram, uh, at Fermint uh, CEO on Twitter, um, on Telegram at Joris underscore DLN. Uh, that would be a pleasure to discuss. Um, and, and if you have any question, like literally you can go and ping us on the website. Like you have all the tools there uh, to either fill a form to get, a, uh, to get access to the uh, um, early uh, um, uh, beta of the company. You can also get uh, 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 in touch with our intercom support team uh, at any time. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I'm very excited about what you're building and I'm looking forward to watching it fly. Thanks for coming on and um, best of luck building it out. Thank you very much, Matt. That was a pleasure.